What's going on guys? Welcome to The Creative Mindset. My name is Bryce Anderson and my goal is to become a successful creator. This podcast is a way for myself as well as my audience to learn what it takes to become a creator. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. What's going on guys? Welcome back to The Creative Mindset. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. I'm super excited for this episode because today we have my dad, and he's gonna be talking to us about how he got into business and what it took to get uh, business off the ground and just everything that he learned along the way. So, Dad, I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit more. Hey, I'm Ryan Anderson. Uh, so, yeah, I've been doing businesses for about 25 years of my life. Um, been in and out of them, the ones that work and don't work, and learned a lot of stuff, so. Yeah, that's very cool. I remember hearing a lot of stories about it. Um, so, starting out, you had a ice cream shop, right? I did, yeah. We started an ice cream shop in uh, about 1998. Uh, it was actually an existing shop that we thought we could take over and make some extra money and uh, found out that you had to work really hard to make a little extra money, so. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. What made you want to get into doing an ice cream shop? Like, Out of all the things that you could have done, why, why did you want to do an ice cream shop? Well, I always thought I needed to get into something on my own so I could go out and be creative and do things the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. And I think that sometimes you've got to step out and take that chance. And there was this ice cream shop that came available. And so my wife and I thought, hey, let's take the opportunity and see if we can make this work. So we actually had two snowmobiles. We sold those and made that the down payment to buy that business. Okay. We had that business for 11 months and we, the contract had ran out on the rent and we jumped out of that contract as fast as we could because we were hardly making anything for hard effort. Oh yeah. I remember hearing a lot about this. Um, after that, you guys, so you guys jumped around a lot from different businesses. After the ice cream shop, you went and did like fencing and yeah. that type of stuff, right? Yeah. So yeah, my, my grandpa who, he started a, a few businesses himself. They, they did fencing and all that. So I'll let you tell them a little bit about yeah. the fences. and. Yeah, our fencing product was a really good product. It uh, We made the posts and the rails out of aluminum. And then we would powder coat those to match the color of your home if you wanted. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And I then, didn't even know and that. And then had like a white panel in the in inset. And we did picket fences and different things. It was really cool. And um, myself and my brother-in-law jumped into the fencing installation side. And we had about a three-man crew that we ran and installed fences every day. And that was a really good business, made really good money. That's crazy. But then everybody else thought that was a good business to get involved in. And so it became very competitive. And did, so, did that put you guys out of business there? Or did you just want to go so into other things? The next thing we did was a pizza shop. Uh -huh. And going into that, we felt like, the fence business was getting too competitive, so we actually just shut it down. You just jumped over. Yeah, and okay. my dad, actually, he shut the fencing business down because of it becoming so competitive. Hmm. Anybody who had a garage and a little bit of money could order some fence and go and sell it and wow. and install it, and it was better than working for labor rates. So, Wow, that's crazy. After the Fox, so it's called Fox's Pizza, and after that one out, did you guys, did you go over to the manufacturing from there? 
Yeah, so I stayed in manufacturing, and my brother-in-law ran the pizza shop. Okay. And the whole plan was that once we could buy another pizza shop, that I would step out of manufacturing and become into the pizza business full-time. Oh, really? So you wanted a long-term pizza business? Yeah. Wow. So the pizza business is really, really tough. At that time, it was for us. There were so many different pizza franchises in town. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it was very competitive and how to get the customers to come to your door and offer good customer service. Hmm. That's crazy. That eventually went out of business. You yep. guys shut the doors on it. And yep. then that was open just under a year. Wow. And we shut it down and then we had the, a whole bunch of expense to pay back. And uh, so then I went to selling cars on the side and I used the money from buying and selling cars to pay off the debts that we had from the pizza shop. Hmm. And uh, I was determined that bankruptcy wasn't an option for us. Yeah. And I knew that I could save up the money and pay every individual off that we owed money. That's amazing. You got lucky in a few situations there too, like the landlord letting you out of a contract, right? Yeah, he let us out of a five-year contract that we had paid on for about a year, but had a really, really hard time paying him. Yeah. That's, that's amazing how everything worked out and then got you to the place that you are now. Um, after, after all of that, what, what kept you going through all of that? Cause it must've been extremely hard going from business to business and then having more failures and going, you know, none of this is working. Why do I not just go get a job somewhere? Like, I feel like a lot of people would take that, that route instead of just pushing through it and like trying to make things work. You know, I don't know what ratio it is out there for how many employees there are to a business owner, mm-hmm. but whatever it is, I had a drive to not be the employee Yeah, and I wanted freedom. And so I had to keep taking these chances and risks. Okay. And, uh, but you do, you get down, you know, we shut that pizza business down in, uh, 2000 and, uh, let's see, it was about three years later, we started up a machine shop. Yeah. And we started the machine shop and recorded. Um, we, we were doing the machining for the hitch, the hitch stuff that my uh-huh. dad had developed. That's awesome. Yeah. So for those of you guys that don't know, my grandpa's business eventually became a uh, manufacturing facility for trailer hitches and that type of stuff. And so my dad from there went over to my grandpa's facility and he built his own little machine shop within the the manufacturing plant and kind of did your own thing within grandpa's business. Yeah. So in essence, you're still, you're still doing your entrepreneur ventures, even like with the family business and stuff. So you've always been on your own basically with business. Yep. I I was about uh, trying to remember I was 30 or something, 32 years old. Yeah. And when we bought our first lathe and I had to learn how to run that. And we had some guys that worked for my dad and, uh, they knew how to run it, got some training to learn a little bit more about it. And that got us into the machine shop business. And then I just learned step-by-step how to help run that business. And, uh, that got me into manufacturing on my own. And then as that grew, uh, became pretty successful with that. We uh, ran it 24 hours a day around the clock uh, year round. 
Wow. So, hmm. So you were always a part of the manufacturing, like even as a kid, you had the shop out behind your guys' house. Um, how, how often were you out there like helping out grandpa with all that? So during school, uh, season, I didn't work a lot. I'd probably work between five and eight hours a week Hmm. trying to do little odds and ends. Uh, he paid me piecework. So I knew if I worked fast, I could get made, paid a lot more money than by hourly. Wow. And, uh, but the, the product had to have that good quality. My dad always taught me good quality or else nobody's going to want the product again. Yeah. So how old were you at that time? Like what, what was the youngest that you started out at? I was six. You were six I, years old. Yeah. When I'd start working out in the shop. Yeah. I, I was, I was eight, right? Yeah. You were I about, think I was eight. about eight. Yeah. yeah. When you started helping me in the machine shop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. You know, it was pretty cool when I was age eight, I was the forklift driver Yeah. and we added on a, a <gasps> part of the nuts. facility. It was 20,000 square feet. Yeah. And so I was the forklift driver for that whole project and that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's so funny that all these, like, I couldn't imagine having all these adults just working around a machine shop and then having this little eight year old drive the forklift to go get some product for you. Yeah. I think that's crazy. Cause when I was eight and I would drive the forklifts around, the guys would look at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Things have changed a lot within the past 40 years. It has. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Um, anyways, moving on toward like where we're at now, you, you ended up buying grandpa's business. And from there we, you were able to grow that business seven times correct yep yeah seven times from where you took it how did you know that you could do that when in the past all you've done is had businesses that didn't do so hot what made you think i can take anderson's and turn it into this this big company you know we just had a goal and we changed the way the business was ran uh it used to be sold through distributors who sold to dealers yeah and we just thought there's so many good ideas that we can come up with, but they don't make it to the market because the price ends up being marked up so much. Mm -hmm. And so in order to take a lot of our good ideas and have them USA made, we needed to sell to one store and then have them retail it. And yeah. so going dealer direct made us to where we could reach out with new product ideas and get those to market and not be too expensive and have the customer enjoy the product. Yeah. It makes a ton of sense when you look at the whole picture of it. I remember when you first bought the business, uh, the rest of the family and even a lot of the employees, they were like, no, we can't go dealer direct. That's a terrible idea. We're going to lose all of our sales. They were just really scared to drop our distributors because they didn't think that we'd be able to get the product out. And then as soon as we did go dealer direct, you put together a team, and they went across the U.S. and just started to hire or sign up dealers, and from there we we started to grow pretty rapidly. Yeah, we found the we hired on about 32 salespeople, mm -hmm. and then uh, in the end, in the first year, we had reduced it down to it's probably about 15 salespeople, yeah. and then in the second year, we reduced out just a few more and got it down to 12 people so that they could make a living because it was really hard get started. Yeah you know, right out of the gate, it was a little bit of a dip yeah. and, uh, we had to come up with new ideas, uh, things that we could get out and introduce. And we had to have a lot of sales training. Uh, I traveled a lot 
so that I could train our salespeople on how to sell the products, how to show it. That's so awesome. So none of you guys know this, but my dad, he is also, he's an amazing businessman, but at the same time, he's like an outstanding engineer and you guys have developed some amazing products. I want to know, like, where the heck do you get your ideas for all these different things? Because I look at some of the, the things that you guys have developed and it's like, there's a lot of detail that goes in that. I don't even know how you, how you got started or came up with that idea. So like, what are some things that help you come up with ideas for your products? Well, my dad was great to work with. Yeah. I always enjoyed working with my dad. He taught me how to do things really well. Um, engineering was kind of just the daily routine. We mm. had to always design it to be strong, uh, efficient, not overbuilt, but yet work well. Yeah. So you just kind of you know? grew up with it and developed that over yeah. time. Yeah. So my engineering background started at age six. Working yeah. Out Cause you shop. didn't, he, so my dad also didn't go to college. So this is all just taught from being around the business and growing up with it. You know, you build stuff and it fails and those little things stick with you to where the next project, it may not even be the same thing, but the knowledge is the same knowledge that you need for the next idea. Yeah. So it's been really good. It's been a good lesson in life. That's super, super cool. So, yeah, I think it's just amazing to see kind of the beginning of it and see where it's at now. It's not even the same. Like you, you wouldn't even see, think it's the same business compared to where it is now. I mean, the products are relatively the same. We probably have doubled in products since then, but yeah, actually we went from three products to probably, I mean, I haven't thought that through much, but I bet we're more over <laughs> about 11 or 12 products. So almost yeah. four times the product line. That's true. And we've done that in the last eight years. Yeah. So no, it's pretty outstanding. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll have to get grandpa on here too. And we'll kind of <laughs> dissect his brain on further, further back and see where that all started. Um, if you guys are interested, you can take a look at our products so you can see kind of a visual on what we're talking about. Just www.andersonhitches.com and you'll see a website where there's all of our products and stuff that we do. Right now, I, <clears throat> on the, in the company right now, I am the, in the marketing team. So I work a lot with like trying to get content out and it's been a lot of fun. It has been. Bryce does a really good job for yeah. us. Yeah, it's been great learning how to market things. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think that that basically wraps up the the whole story of you getting into business and stuff. Uh, who knows? Later on, I might bring you back on and see if we have some more like in-depth questions that we can go over or just different things like that. But for today, I think that it's a pretty solid podcast. And yeah, oh, that'd be I'm great. With Love it. to do it. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. It's been an absolute blast so far. Uh, five episodes in going pretty strong. Um, I'm excited to get to when we are at a hundred. Heck yeah. We'll have to celebrate for a (laughs) hundred. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure to hit that subscribe button and that will notify you to when I'm uploading more videos or podcasts, either on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, basically anywhere that you can find podcasts and If you're listening to this uh, through audio, you can go into YouTube and see a video version of this and vice versa. So 
If you are listening to this on iTunes, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review and rate the podcast. Other than that, guys, I think that we're going to call it quits there. So it was fun being on here, and I can't wait till the next time. We'll see you later. Later.